thank you so much for taking time to join me this evening. Our, join our Trinity Harvest Ministries Bible stu uh, study on Wednesdays. Uh, before we start, I'm just going to say a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. There is no one like you, Lord. There is no one like you in the heavens, even on earth. Lord, you are faithful, full of grace and full of mercy. Father, we come before you. As your children, we come before you. We come before you, Lord, this evening for our daily bread. I pray, Lord, that you may give us bread from above. Give us, Father, the word that comes from you. Give us the revelation that comes from your, from, your, from your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your word touch us. Let your word transform us. And let your word equip us. Equip us that we may know you. That we may continue to know you. That we may continue to grow to know you. That we may continue to, grow, to draw closer and closer to you. Uh, through your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that uh, let your word tonight be living, be powerful, and be active in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch each and every one of us, Father, who's taken time to listen to this word, uh, Father, and, and continue to bless us as we listen to this word tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you may use me as a vessel, uh, cleanse me by the blood of Jesus, touch my lips, my heart, and even my soul as I speak this word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Once again, thank you and welcome for our Bible study tonight. Um, like I always say that it is about the word of God. It is about the word of God. Uh, we, we are never strong if we don't have the word of God. We are never conquering if we don't have the word of God. So it is the word of God that strengthens us. It is the word of God that is the bread. You know, they uh, say in secular world that you are, you are what you eat. You are what you eat. So it also applies in the same way to our uh, spirit man. That your, your spirit man is what it is because of what you feed it or what you eat of the spirit. So as we eat of the word of God, as we partake the word of God, uh, we also nourish our spirit man. We become stronger and stronger. And the, the, the most important thing and the good thing about it all is that it is the word of God that continues to shape us into the image of Christ. You know, we, we become like Jesus Christ the more we are take of his word because Christ himself says that I am the word. He is the word, the true word of God. And, um, you know, we talk about um, connecting people back to God's heart, uh, connecting people back back to God's heart. This is all about relationship. This is all about a relationship, you know, an ever-growing, an ever-growing relationship with God. Uh, that, that's what it is all about. Um, you know, if there's anything that we must focus on, on our day-to-day -day basis, as we live our lives, as we go about our business in life, uh, whatever that we do, you know, be it you're a student, be it a businesswoman, businessman, you are a professional person, whatever that you do in life, one thing that we must always focus on, that we must never suspend at any given point in time, it is the relationship with our master, Jesus Christ. You know, that, that, is, that must be the focal point, that must be the pivot, you know, 
of our our lives, our activities, and everything that we do is a relationship with Jesus Christ. So today, we are going to talk about, uh, uh, you know, thy shall love their God, or love thy God, love thy God. And um, it's um, a title that, we, uh, that I got from um, the first commandment that we are given by our Lord Jesus Christ. In Mark chapter 12, verse 29, which I'm going to read right now. Um, Mark chapter 12, verse 29 and, uh, to 31. So, so I'm reading, I'm just paraphrasing, I'm just going to read a part of it. Jesus had been asked uh, which one is the greatest of the commandments. And so he's responding, and this is, this is his, his uh, response. And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Hallelujah. This is the first commandment. And I'll just read also the second. And the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So I'm going to look at um, uh, the first one uh, to, to, uh, tonight, and by God's grace, we'll look at the second one uh, next, um, next Wednesday. But we're going to look at the, um, the first one. Thy shall love their God with um, all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. You know, um, this seems like uh, it's an, an impossibility. It's, it's, it's not possible. It cannot be possible to love God with your, your whole heart, you know, every minute of your life, and to love him with all your soul. You're talking about your mind, uh, your, your personality. You're talking about your emotions, you know, for your emotions to be, you know, in sync with uh, the word of God, loving God, and your mind to be constantly focused on loving God without, uh, you know, going astray, you know, all, all this, it's an impossibility. It's, it can only be possible, hallelujah, this can only be possible by the blood of Jesus. So you must understand this, that the reason, the primary reason why Jesus had to come, it was to reestablish a relationship, a relationship that was long lost, a relationship that could have not been possible uh, that is why Jesus Christ came and he died and he shed his blood. So the blood is very important, the blood of Jesus. Um, when we are talking about the first commandment, loving thy God. So the blood uh, was shed for us to cleanse us uh, and redeem us, you know, from our sin. And, um, you know, wash us and make, it was the blood that made it possible. It was the blood that made it possible for us. To be born again, to be born of the Spirit, and also um, when Jesus was living, He says that I am going, but I'm going to send you another who is like me. So the presence of the Holy Spirit in us, it is the it is this presence of the Holy Spirit that makes it possible to be able to obey this commandment, or in, to be able to fulfill this commandment in our lives. The blood is needed. The blood is needed. So, 
relationship. Now, um, Proverbs 8 verse 17 says, love the, I, I love those who love me. This is God speaking. I love those who love me. And those who seek me diligently will find me. Those who seek me diligently will find me. We'll come back to that. Um, I want you to take note of this fact that um, uh, it's, 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 it's not possible to love that which you do not know. It is not possible to love a God whom you do not know. It's not possible to love God when you do not know him. Uh, first, we said that it's, it's very important for a relationship to be established. And that was made possible by the blood of Jesus. And um, so Jesus gave us that platform to be able now to uh, have a relationship with God. Jesus made it possible for us to be able to relate with God. Jesus made it possible for us to be able to uh, receive Christ into our hearts, to receive Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, and uh, you know, make him our God and be born again, according to John chapter 3, to be born again in as much as Christ explained it to Nicodemus that uh, we should be born again, born of the Spirit, born of the Spirit and become spiritual just like God. So that is fundamental to towards obeying this commandment you have to receive Christ. So you, what, what you must understand is, um, I'm looking, talking about the commandments, commandments in general. When God uh, was giving commandments, even if you look at um, you know, the, the commandments that were given to Moses, those were given to a people who had a relationship with God. So the, 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 the um, Jewish people or the Israelites, they had a relationship with God by physical birth. They were born Jewish. They were born as Israelites. And as a result, they were the ones who were targeted or given this, um, uh, these commandments by, uh, by, by, by God through Moses because of Abraham. The relationship that God had with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, and the 12 tribes coming to uh, you know, the time of Moses, uh, by that, these commandments were targeted at them. So it was by, by that relationship that they were given these commandments. And if you look at also Jesus Christ here, we just read, the commandments that were given, it, they were given on the basis of relationship. They were given on the basis of relationship. In ours, as Christians, uh, they are based on, the, on birth, but uh, not the physical birth as the Jewish people, but based on our spiritual uh, our spiritual birth, we are born again of the spirit, not of the flesh, but by the spirit of God. Of the spirit of God, we are born again, and this gives us that uh, you know, sonship. We are children of God because of that. And uh, now, um, as children of God, uh, we then have to know God, and we know God by you know, fellowship, prayer, uh, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, um, when you read First um, Corinthians chapter 13, I think verse 13 as well, uh, it says, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the very last part, or the communion with the Holy Spirit. I can, um, I can go ahead and read it. Um, 
That's uh, first, first Corinthians. Now, uh, uh, just give me, just bear with me. First Corinthians and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Communion. That's uh, another word for fellowship. And fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. So we have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, um, when a baby is born, when a baby is just born, there is obviously that instinct, yes, to know um, the mother. But I tell you, if there is no fellowship, immediately if there is no fellowship, the baby is born, new, new birth, new, newly born baby, and if the baby is separated from the mother, if the baby is separated from the mother, I tell you that that uh, uh, mother and child relationship it is it is strained until it dies. Until it die until it dies, um, whoever then nurtures this child, they uh, then develop a relationship with the child, uh, regardless of the fact that there is no biological uh, uh, connection. Uh, that that relationship dies. The same thing with us. Uh, for us to know God and to develop that relationship, we we have to fellowship. We have to fellowship with Him. We have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We have to fellowship with Him uh, in order for us to uh, to 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 know Him. And uh, this is very fundamental. You know, knowing Christ or knowing God is is very fundamental to. Um, you know, being able to obey the um, the first commandment. So knowing God is very important. Let, let me read here what he, say, what he says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is. Hallelujah. He who comes to God must believe that he is. When we go to God, when we go to God, we must believe that he is. So I must believe that which I know about him that he is. So I have to know, I have to know God. I have to know this God. How do I know this God? I know God by revelation. Uh, listen, listen to this. Um, uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. This is Paul speaking to the Ephesians. Do I, 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 I do not cease to give thanks for you, the Ephesians, and making mention of you in my prayer. So Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. I do not cease to give thanks uh, for you, making mention of you in my prayers, in my prayers, in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of him so it is the spirit of god that is in us remember what i say that we are born again then god gave us his spirit to indwell us to be in us he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world so if i'm a believer then i have the spirit of god in me and that spirit that is in me the relationship must grow with that uh, a spirit in fellowship 
it must grow. And as I as 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 I continue to pray, Paul prayed for the Ephesians. As I pray and fellowship with him, the number one objective is for him to reveal to me, Hallelujah, Jesus Christ, to give me the knowledge, Hallelujah, of Jesus Christ. It is He that gives me the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is revealed to me by the Holy Spirit. He is revealed to me by the Holy Spirit. So here Hebrews say that he that comes to him, he that comes to God, must know that God is. So your faith can never go beyond the knowledge that you have about God. That's why here um, uh, uh, Paul is saying, but without faith it's impossible to please God. Without faith it's impossible to please God. Hallelujah. So it means that without faith... It's impossible to love God. You cannot have faith in God and not be able to love him. Hallelujah. That, that, that's why um, Corinthians chapter 13 verse 13 says, And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So in other words, you cannot talk about hope, being uh, hopeful, having hope from God, having hope about a future that is positive without love. So love is very key. So you see, you cannot talk about faith in God without love. You cannot talk about faith uh, without love. So when God then says, thy shall love thy God, love thy God more than anything with thy heart, he is not just saying this as a command to just love him for the sake of loving him because he's God. He's saying, um, you know, uh, from a point to say that I am I'm God. Therefore, there's nothing that you can do. Anything, you can not do anything about it. Just love me. I'm commanding you to love me because I'm God. Whether you like it or not, just love me. That's not where God is coming from. But where God is coming from is he knows with his um, profound wisdom and knowledge and power, he knows that... Uh, when we come to a point where we are able to love him, then all our challenges and all our situations, they are resolved. We have an answer. If you love God, if you come to a point where you love God, that means that you have revelation in Christ. You know who Christ is. When you know who Christ is and you know that he is with you, he is for you, and what he says you believe, then it means that at the end of it all, you, are the, you, you, you benefit from loving God. It is you who benefit. You benefit from loving God um, uh, because you know who he is and you know that in him, he loves you so much. Hallelujah. Let me read this. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think uh, towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace. Thoughts of peace. This is God. So if you know who God is, then you are going to be able to tap into the thoughts of God about yourself. God is going to begin to reveal to you more and more about his thinking about you, his thoughts about you, and what God thinks if, if you are able then to receive that revelation, that gives you assurance, that gives you hope, Hallelujah. That also gives you faith. Because you have revelation 
about what God thinks about you. Hallelujah. So we are talking about the commandment, love thy God. It's very important to your victory. It's very important to your peace. It's very important to your success. It's very important to your breakthrough, your well-being, your, you know, everything about you, everything that you seek. It's very central. It's, it's, it's um, uh, you know, to all that, this first commandment, love thy God. Love thy God. Hallelujah. And, and let, let me continue reading this. Says the Lord of, um, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future. Hallelujah. Faith, hope, and love, these three. And the greatest of it all is love. So you cannot talk about hope where there is no love. You cannot talk about a future, an expected end where there is no love. Then they will call upon me and go and, and, go and pray to me and I will listen uh, uh, to you. Hallelujah. And I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you, seek, when you search for me with all your heart. With all your heart. Love thy God with all thy heart. All thy strength. All thy mind or all thy soul. Love thy God with all that. So when you do that, you are seeking for him. And when you do that, you will find him. And when you find him, this is what he is saying. Hallelujah. This is what he is saying. I will do it for you. I will hear you. I will listen to you. If you read uh, Jeremiah chapter three, ch 33 verse 3, it says that you shall call upon me and I shall answer. You shall call upon me and I shall answer because there is a relationship. There is a relationship. So you see... Um, Whatever situation, hallelujah, that you may find yourself in, whatever situation that you may find yourself in, if you know God and if you are one perpetually obeying this commandment, if you know God, then you are not troubled because you know God. You know that he is. You see, um, Daniel was thrown into the den of lions. He was in the den of lions and these lions they were so hungry the bible says that they had some days gone for some days not eating anything but but daniel knew the god that he worshiped and he knew who he was in god so he had a relationship with god and remember that that relationship was not by birth it was not just because um, um uh, he was um, an israelite but it was a relationship that he believed and he nurtured. Remember, the Bible says that he had a habit of praying three times a day. He had a habit of going to pray. Three, he was a prayerful man. So he had a, a, a growing relationship with God. And when it came time, trying times, and he was tested, he was thrown in the den of lions because of the faith that he had in God. The lions could not touch him. The same thing with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because of relationship and, and knowing, you know, what they did, it was not because of anything other than their revelation and understanding and, um, you know, uh, of, of knowing who God, who, who God was and, uh, you know, obeying this commandment, loving God. It was not anything else other than this. Loving God, obeying God, having a relationship with him, knowing who God, who God was in their lives. So they 
say the fire was created by God. The, the fire that is causing everyone to trample was created by God. So if I am on God's side and God is with me, the Bible says, if, if God be for us, who shall be against us? Hallelujah. If Christ be for us, who shall be against us? Not even the fire can conquer against us. Not even the lions can overcome us because God is for us. It's not even your situation. Hallelujah. Have a relationship with God. God is talking to you. God has thoughts to prosper you. God wants to prosper you. He, wants, he does not want to harm you. The, not thoughts of evil because you are a child of God. So what you need to do is to be prayerful. Forget about everything else. Just be prayerful and um, you know, have fellowship with the Holy Spirit and listen to God speaking. He will instruct you out of every situation, moment that you may face. God will give you instruction. God will give you ideas. God will inspire you. God will direct you. Hallelujah. The strength that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had at this particular time when they had a fierce and um, very uh, a vicious Nebuchadnezzar before them, it was the strength that came from Onai, the relationship. Hallelujah. Because they loved God. And because of this, they could not uh, perish. You see, Abraham had a relationship with God. It is this relationship with God and, 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 and we know that he is referred to as the father of faith. It's because of the relationship and the work that he had with God. We're not talking about obeying this commandment. It's not an, a, 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 in a moment, but it's a lifestyle of loving God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So everything that comes out of your strength must be uh, such that it's towards loving God appreciating God, have a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Abraham had a relationship with God and God tested him, you know, again and again. And because he had a revelation and an understanding of who God was and God was supreme to him above everything that ever, everything else that he ever loved. Hallelujah. Don't love your husband more than God. Don't love your wife more than God. Don't love your child more than God. Don't love your car more than God. Don't love your money or your house or anything that you can possess or anything that is attached to you. You, 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 you cannot love that uh, all before loving God or more than God and say, and say that you have a relationship with God that is thriving. No, it's God first. Abraham understood that Isaac came from God. Even though he loved the boy so much, when the same God came and said that I want Isaac uh, to be offered on the altar. In other words, go and kill him, just like you do to uh, you know, a lamb. Go and do the same to your son and burn him. You know, go and go, God was saying to Abraham, go and go, and go through all that experience for me. If you love me, go and burn your son whom you love. Do you love him more than me? This is where it was, that, that, that is all what it was all about. God testing Abraham's heart, whether it was the boy now on his heart, who he had come after enduring so long, uh, or it was still God at the center of, uh, um, of Abraham. And you know what? Abraham passed. And when he was about to strike the boy, 
God says, Abraham, hold on. Hold on, Abraham. Now I know. Now I know. So all those uh, situations that we, may, we go through in life, all those situations that we go through in life, lack, sickness, and all that, God is just testing us. When we lose certain things in life, God is testing us. Do we know who he is? Do you have a relationship? How you respond determines or reflects the way that you relate with him in moments and in situations. Whether you are happy, uh, you know, you have just uh, achieved something, how you rejoice reflects how you relate with God, your relationship with God. Whether you are going through whatever you are going through, it also you exhibit your relationship with him. Job said, the Lord has taken Hallelujah. The Lord has given and it is the Lord who has taken. Let his name be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's immense knowledge about God. That's a deep relationship with God right there. When someone can come out after suffering so much in the flesh, in the physical. You know, you're suffering in the flesh. You're suffering in the flesh. You can suffer in the flesh and never suffer in the spirit. Hallelujah. But the objective of the enemy when he inflicts pain in the flesh is to touch your spirit and your relationship with God for you to cause, to cause you doubt and, and so forth. But, um, you know, that must never be like Job. We must stand like Job, like Abraham and so forth. So it's, it's very important to, uh, to understand this. To understand this uh, fact. When we spoke about Abraham, and we spoke about uh, the relevance or the importance of the blood of Jesus. Because for as long as sin is dominant in our lives, the relationship with God is affected, and we can never claim to say that we love him. And without the Holy Spirit, it is not possible to love thy God with all thy heart, and all thy soul, and all thy strength. That's not possible. But when we have the Holy Spirit, whom we fellowship, when we fellowship with him, we grow in relationship, we grow in knowledge, in knowing Christ. Remember I said that you cannot love that which you do not know. When you get to know him, you grow in loving him. So the, the knowledge that you have with God, correspondence, it, it, it corresponds with uh, the love that you have for him. You cannot have more love uh, than the knowledge that you have for, for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, and, and, I, and I want to say that, um, and I said that this knowledge comes by revelation. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. It comes by revelation and by fellowship with the, with the Holy Spirit. And in closing, I just want to mention a few things, one or two things that we need to do as I read the scripture. Um, you know, this is, remember, love thy God. Love thy God. Love thy God. Lose everything else. But God, lose everything else if it means that he helps you, that pushes you forward in terms of relationship and knowing God. Anything that obstructs you, anything that stands in the way, uh, it becomes a problem to you and the relationship that you have with him. Hallelujah. I'm going to read First uh, Chronicles chapter 22 and uh, verse 19. So we're talking about what to do, what to do in pursuit to fulfill the commandment. Love thy God. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Set your heart. Your heart must be conditioned. We spoke about condition on, um, on Sunday. So your heart must be conditioned. So in other words, anything that impedes, anything that is in your heart, 
that uh, affects. So, so you're looking at things like uh, unforgiveness. Be uh, forgiving. Forgive and forget. Forgive and move on. You need to forgive. You cannot uh, love God. You cannot have a proper relationship with God when there is no forgiveness. Let me emphasize on this. Yes, you have been wronged. It is God that heals you and he loves you so much and he is the one that deals with your enemy. He is the one that deals with your enemy. What you uh, need to do is to surrender to him and forgive. Let forgiveness set in. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to forgive. So forgive and move on. Hallelujah. Bitterness, regret, and all those things, they, you need to move them out of your heart and out of your soul or out of your mind so that you are able to focus, to set your heart and your soul on God. Hallelujah. You're able to focus on him by uh, eliminating these things. You know, remember I spoke about the blood of Jesus, sin and all those things, uh, traps of the enemy, strongholds and so forth. All those things, they must be taken out. They must be taken out in order for us to then have that um, mindset that says that I'm focusing on, 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 on God. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Therefore arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord. Build the sanctuary of the Lord. Don't you know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Build the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. In other words, your, your flesh, the way your body uh, is, the way that you exhibit yourself out there, even your dressing, <laughs> even your dressing the way that you live the way that you um, you know your your body is the temple of the holy spirit is the, so you live as such you live as such the holy spirit in you will rebuke you the holy spirit will guide you if you listen he will guide you even on matters such as that so the the sanctuary Hallelujah. To bring the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant. What is the Ark of the Covenant? Covenant, you made a covenant with God when you said that I, I have surrendered everything and I want to be your child. When you surrendered everything and you said that uh, I receive you Christ to be my Lord and personal Savior. That's a covenant that you made with him. Hallelujah. Sanctuary, uh, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and the, and the holy articles of, of God into the house that is to be built for the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, that's, that's what we must do to set our heart and our souls to seek the Lord. Amen. And also, like I said earlier on, this, this is a prayer point. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. This is a prayer point not for today. Not just for today, but it's a prayer point, you know, ongoing. You must pray this prayer always. Pray this prayer always. Ephesians chapter 16, verse 17. Pray this prayer always. Hallelujah. Do not, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So Paul prayed about this. So you should pray about this for yourself as well. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you, give to you the spirit the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That is Jesus Christ. Christ must be revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we pray. Pray about this. This is the prayer, prayer point that I'm giving you. Not, not just for today, but, you know, all the time. Pray about this. And um, 
I'm just going to read this scripture uh, as I close. I read it earlier on. Uh, I just want to read the last part. For I know the thoughts that I, I, I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you shall you 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 will seek me and find me. Seek me and find you. Find me when you search for me with all your heart. When you search for me, so to find God, to know God, we have to search with all our our hearts. Hallelujah. And remember what Hebrew said, but without faith it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So you, we have to seek God diligently. To find him, to know him, we have to seek him. We, in other words, there's effort that is demanded from us for us to be able to find him, to find the truth about Jesus Christ. To have a relationship with that, I have to apply myself. Pray, take time to pray as often as you can during your day. Have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Another way to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is also to fellowship with the brethren. When you fellowship with the brethren, hallelujah, that also ignites something in you, uh, impartation and so forth. And the Holy Spirit is also there, you know, where two or three are gathered by my name, I'm there. So he's also there and also by yourself, you know, quality time with the Holy Spirit. Some they call it a, um, uh, uh, they, they call it a closet time or prayer room time or whatever, whatever you call it. Have quality time with the Holy Spirit. In, in those moments, you get revelation of, the, of uh, who Christ is and who, who God is in your life. So, love thy God with all, all your heart and love thy God with all thy soul. Love thy God with all thy strength. Hallelujah. And this is a matter of, of the heart. So, your heart must be of that kind of nature. So, we have to pray. Remember I said a baby who is born today Yes, there is that instinctive or intuitive relationship that is there between the mother and the new baby. But if they are separated, that can die over, over time and diminish. And the baby will begin to connect with the new environment. Hallelujah. So we have to stay in the presence of God, in the secret place of the Most High, under the shadow, which means the proximity, under the shadow, in, clo in, in close proximity to God always. And by doing that, the relationship will, will grow. The, the Holy Spirit will develop that relationship uh, with God. So every person, God will develop a relationship, a unique relationship with him. And uh, thereby, we are, we are then able to continue to grow, to love him as we should according to the word of God that is commandment, commanded. And remember, this is the first commandment. So it's very primary and very important for us to uh, focus on this. And it, it was given as such by Christ for a reason. Hallelujah. So this is not something that we can put aside and say, no, it's at the end, uh, I must focus on other things. No, this is one of the primary uh, issues a believer must work on continually. 
loving God? Do you love God? And how much do you love him? What can you do? How much can you sacrifice for him? Is the question that I'll pose before you so that you can also measure how much you love him genuinely. Because you cannot fake God. You can fake your wife or your husband, your children and uh, you know the church, but you can never fake God. His love must be pure. Hallelujah. So I, um, I leave this uh, before us and I charge you in the name of Jesus that let us set our minds, let us set our souls, you know, on, on God, our whole hearts, you know, and our, you know, whole minds and souls. Let us set that uh, before him and let us go out there, pray and seek for the revelation uh, and the wisdom in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May the Spirit of God come upon us. Hallelujah. May the Spirit of God fill us. May the Spirit of God work in us that we are able to develop and to grow in loving God. Hallelujah. That we are able to develop and grow in the knowledge of Him. And when we know Him, then we can approach Him. Hallelujah. With boldness. We can approach Him with boldness in prayer by faith. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever that you are doing in this week, may it prosper. May the hand of God be upon you. May doors open for you. May you find peace, joy, and love in your life uh, throughout this week. In the name of Jesus, and whatever that you are doing, may, may, may God make it easy for you. Hallelujah. May you not find struggle and trouble in what you are doing, but may God uh, make a way for you. Go before you and make every crooked place straight in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much. Have a good night and a blessed night. Until we meet again next week, and for those that are able, those that are here in Edmonton, we have prayer on Friday at 7 um, uh, p.m. at church. And on Sunday, obviously, we have a Bible, our regular service at 11 uh, a.m. Thank you so much. God bless you.